Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcasts. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. And I'm Ash Epp. You know, every day in the morning, I do my hair all nice. Because waiting I keep, for these. I waiting keep for thinking my ears. that I might have yeah. the monitor that allows me to have. No, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. I tried to go to a store here and get them, but unfortunately, no, they're, they, they're not. They're not store worthy. Well, so. I filmed a segment yesterday with America's Mom. Uh, she's over on Lindell TV too. Sharona Bishop runs the show America's Mom, and I tried to use your monitors, but yeah. your, your ear holes are too big for me. They were. Uh, they you need to turn them around. Out. You need. To, you have to turn them around. Otherwise, it gets goofy on you. Okay. So I'll, I'll show you. I'll teach you. <laughs> teach right, me all the ways. Teach you all the ways of how to use the new monitors. So uh, today we've got a great show. We're going to talk about the fair and balanced news media and the fact that the mainstream media is the guiding light of truth and that all the rest of us are absolutely crazy and all the things that we're uncovering is nothing to see here. So that's that's what we're going to lead with, right? It, well, that's it's what, true, well, but we have, we have a little bit of uh, a little bit of news before that. Before that, um, so I did a story on uh, Lyra Gonzalez mm -hmm. and I got sued uh, for defamation and. The lawsuit by the guy named Ian Hicks, which is the lawyer here in Denver, filed the lawsuit in Denver County. Number one, I don't live in Denver. She lives in he, she, whatever. Um, this Sarah person lives in uh, some other state. Um, so in Denver, uh, and in this thing, I said I was sued 52, 52 times, which is not true. Um, that I've had uh, multiple foreclosures. That's once uh, a week. I used to own a commercial real estate deal in 2008. You know what happened to the market. So... Mm -hmm. Um, I talk a lot about my failure in uh, catastrophic business failure back in 2008 and what it cost me. It was 17 million in 18 months. I've always been a serial entrepreneur, but wrote all of these falsities in there. And then it said that uh, I feel like I'm the ambassador of truth and I'm the only one that tells truth and you know that the, the election thing is a lie and brought in Eric Coomer, wrote all this stuff. And I guess they thought that somewhere along the line, my attorney said that they may, we may actually go after the attorney in this as well. So we may have to go after the attorney for uh, defamation, which we're, we're, we're just going to start suing people because, frankly, the lawfare of the radical left is unbelievable, but says a lot of things, a lot of salacious things about me. And uh, so we're going to have fun picking that apart. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of want, want to be able to go through and rip the Band-Aid off uh, with someone as trashy as, as that individual. So... Um, yeah, so that's the fun that I got last night. It was, I thought it was interesting. Never dull. Never a dull moment. It's and never I'm, dull. I'm so, I'm so upset about it. I mean, they, they think that when they lie about me over and over and over again that I care, but I don't. I don't care because it's not true. Because it's lies. And what have they done? They've done nothing but lie. And so I don't care what the radical left thinks. And this is the care. problem that I have with the right is that it's the, the, 
fear of being lied about, fear of being called a name, fear of being uh, uh, having having a hit piece written on you that makes that makes them paralyzed in the face of of standing up yeah. for freedom and for the American people. If you're worried about being called racist, if you're worried about you know lies being told about <laughs> your your business history um, and the fear that they're going to say something that's untrue about you keeps you from getting in the game, from getting in the fight. This is um, really consistent with what we're going to talk about today. Th this is a person, by the way, that, that tweeted the justified, that would be justified whatever they did to Lira Gonzalez because he's spewing uh, Russian propaganda, which he's not. He's talking on the ground in, in Ukraine. By the First way, he's doing, he's, he's doing so under, under the threat of death. Like he's talking under the threat of death, recognizes he's under the threat of death, and the amount of attacks that comes from the radical left in that environment about Ukraine is unbelievable. It's like everything else that they do. So, you know, just so you guys know, I'm going to be the proud recipient of some more slanderous articles. I'm kind of looking forward to them, so... It's yeah. always like it's, it's always like story do. time. It's story what they time. do. It's story time. It's what they do. So, uh, so there's some news. News came out this morning. The inflation numbers are out, um, and I thought uh, I thought. So, could you put up a one, Mr. Producer, so we can just take a look at where we were before this report? So, looking at looking at our inflation numbers, it, bit of a hockey stick there at went, the end. I think it went all the way back to the 1980s, right? Yeah. I mean, and I think the thing that we look at right now is that. They are, you know, we, we, we're going to do a story on the WHO, right, the WHO. And we're going to do a story on the fact that they're trying to affect the sovereignty of the United States. And it goes towards this globalist agenda. And, guys, they're not talking about the quiet part out loud. They're not, they're not talking about it. Um, but, they, but they need to be. Mm. But they need to be. So, uh, so Jake and I were talking this morning, and we both brought it, you know, we're, we're talking through the idea of talking about inflation numbers <laughs> on the show. Jake had read a right-leaning article this morning, and I generally err towards the left-leaning articles because my desire is to get ahead of the narrative. And so we got into it on the call. I mean, friendly banter, but his his uh, his perspective was that the inflation rates were up, and mine was that it was down. Well, the right-leaning article said that it was up over the projections of eight point one percent. The left-leaning article said that it was down over last month's high of 8.5%. So this is how it's important to know what you're reading, why you're reading it, and uh, and what the what the subtext is. Because both are correct. It is down over projections. They were hoping that it was going to be 8.1. They are um, up. Oh. I know. Oh, what just happened? It's down there. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. All right. It's where the dog is. My doggie's in the... In oh. the there we go. There we Can go. you guys hear us now? Sorry about okay, that. I don't know what Ooh. happened. Um, so it's, it's down over the, the high of last month, right? So it was 8.5 in March, as we just showed on uh, the graph. That was a 12-month... Uh, it's the largest 12-month advance since December of 1981. Uh, remember that that, that that was a 12-month view of um, coming from March of 2021, so long before Putin. So for anyone who says this is Putin's inflation, 
Um, so just thought that was really interesting that we went back and forth on whether or not inflation was up or down. And yes, it's it's up over their projected 8.1. It's down over last month. It's still ridiculously high. Well, hold on a second. It, and, and in key indicators, we're talking about inflation numbers that are approaching uh, mid digits. In other right. words, 45, 50 percent. Right. We're not talking about small amounts of inflation. We're talking about gas prices going from $1.80 to nearly $4.50. Diesel fuel, the average across the nation now is nearly uh, $5.50. Mm. So we're, we're looking at massive amounts of spikes in what are, are needed commodities. Right. Um, so could you put up A2, just to put a fine point on it, 8.3%. And they say, showing signs of leveling off. Of course, this is fake news. This is NBC. So... Uh, you know, you can you can take it take it with a grain of salt, but remains near the forty high forty year high. But a little change from a month ago could be a positive sign. Could be a positive sign. Is that spin or is that spin? Have, have we not looked at the uh, stock market rates? By the way, have we? Have well, we looked wait at a that? second, because wait, 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 wait. Okay, so so getting it could ahead, be it ahead. could be a positive sign that we're down two points. Could you please put up a three? USA is running out of baby formula. Gas is at record high. Inflation is at a record high. Millions are struggling to put food on your table, and the border is wide open. So what happened in the middle of the night last night? They passed a $40 billion Ukraine package. So if we're thinking that inflation is showing signs of leveling off, printing $40 more billion to send to Ukraine is probably... Hold on. There's more to it than that. They also want $20 million or $20 billion for COVID relief, which then will be funneled into nonprofits, which will then be used in the election in order to steal the election in 2022. We, we, are, we are seeing massive amounts of evil in our society, and they are, they're relenting because they're setting the rules. Mm. They've declared war on us. And they're setting the rules. And the rules are, oh, you know, they're going to use this, this, uh, these dog whistles, you're racist, you're homophobe. Well, by the way, that was in the lawsuit, too. Is it somewhere along the line I always attack LGBTQ? No, I track transgenderism because I think it's bullshit. Sorry, because it is. If you're a man, you're a man. If you're a woman, you're a woman. I'm sorry if you think you should have been born the other. You're not. So can't fix that. But uh, I-, I had to digress for a minute. It's fine. I just don't sexualize kids. I, I, if you're if if you're transgender and you're living what you perceive to be your best life as an adult, more power to you. Stop sexualizing kids. But that's recruiting kids. Right. That's actually that's actually grooming kids and recruiting kids into their lifestyle so they have more victims. Look, at the end of the day, I am yet to find someone, and you said this as well. You have to find someone who, and I went to a, a deal and there was two uh, called drag queens that were there, mm-hmm. and we it was at uh, one of the places over in Parker. And so they sat down next to me and started talking to me. We had a great conversation. And then I said to them, how's your life? And I said, seriously, tell, how's your life? I know we're, we're going away from it a little bit. And I go, would you want your life on other people? Would you want for the things that you go through? Has it been a hard life being who you are? And the, uh, the, they both said no. <laughs> it was unbelievable. They both said, no, 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 I would never. I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been a tough life. I mean, I accept myself, but I, I go through the struggle every day. And I was like, okay, so what do you think of them recruiting kids and trying to push kids to transgender agendas in school? Both of them at the same time said, that's sick. Yeah. 
leave the kids alone. Yeah, leave kids alone. So, that's so we normal. digress. So that's normalism. So anyway. right. So so ta- you know, infl- <laughs> inflation numbers are out. Also, in the middle of the night, Congress passed a forty billion dollar pla- uh, package for Ukraine. Can you pull up A five, please? So we're going to go through what uh, a, f- a few tweets on what the. Um, Actually, you know what? Pull this down. Put up A4, because before we talk about, just, just one second, before we talk about the $40 billion, I want to um, show what, what uh, President Biden has to say about inflation. Play A4, please. Why, why do you believe so many Americans believe that your administration is not doing enough to combat inflation? And do you believe that you and your administration bear some measure of responsibility for the inflation that we're seeing across the country? First is we're in power. That's the first thing. And you justifiably right. You control all three branches of the government. Yeah. Well, we're in power. So that's why people are mad. What? Biden. All right. So $40 million. So that was yesterday, right? So that was before the the $40 billion package, billion with a B, $40 billion package uh, was passed in the middle of the night. What does Twitter think about that? Let's pull up A5 again. How can both parties agree to send forty billion in foreign na- for to a forty billion to a foreign nation during an inflation crisis when people can't buy baby formula? So let me tell you how it doesn't affect them. Well, I, I like the what Aaron McIntyre on Twitter here has to say. We're in the looting the treasury phase of imperial collapse. Everyone knows you can't put it back together, so just take everything you can. That's kind of what's happening because this is a money laundering operation. Change my mind. I don't know if I can change your mind. You can't. I don't know if it's possible to change your mind. Right. So let's do A6. We're going to go through a couple of these these tweets that I found uh, poignant. Looters, robbers, and scammers work after dark. Congress passed $40 billion in the middle of the night. And then let's go to A7. 70%. 70% of elected House Republicans in Washington, D.C. voted for the $40 billion to Ukraine. So the Democrats are radically unpopular. They, radically unpopular. They are expecting to be slaughtered in the midterms. Remains to be seen because, you, you know, have $20 billion dollars that you're going to be pushing out to right. different nonprofits. And we already now know that nonprofits, which we've been talking about for over a year, over a year, yep. um, that they're... As, as a result of that, they're going to take that money, they use it again, they're going to print fake ballots, they're going to push it into the yep. system, they're going to in, inflate the voter rolls, they're going to do everything they can in order to cheat the American people because we're in a state of war. I, I believe we are in a state of war right now. They have declared war on us. We, we, abso- we absolutely are. If you can, uh, so, so first of all, go out, you can pull it down, Mr. Preserve. Go look and find out who who voted for it from a Republican standpoint, if they're one of yours, make your voice heard and commit to the House, the entire House flips every two years. Commit to getting rid of that person. Here in Colorado, we had last week uh, Dave Let's Go Brandon Williams on the show. He's running against Senator or uh, uh, Representative Doug Lamborn uh, down in Colorado Springs and uh, CD5. And Doug Lamborn voted for this billion dollar package. We, we, we can't afford to take care of the poorest among us. And, th- and this is, I think, one of my biggest issues that I have with the news media is that they stay away from the poorest among us. You have uh, Laura Lightfoot, Lori Lightfoot, who came out and said, 
basically that we need to, it's a call to arms. I don't know if you saw that over the Roe versus Wade stuff. Yep. And nobody said anything about it. Nobody said anything about the, the call to arms. Yet we are witnessing unprecedented leaving people behind. And by the way, it won't be hard for her to have a call to arms. She's in Chicago and right. literally everyone's in a call <laughs> Plenty to of arms. arms. Yeah, lot, lots of people getting killed. Um, Strongest gun control in the nation, but there's plenty of arms. And, and so I, I think the issue that we probably need to talk about, and I think that, you know, this is one of the things that bothers me the most is that I always hate seeing people suffer. And uh, those most vulnerable among us are suffering right now. I mean, they're suffering greatly. It's not, it's not a little bit. When gas price goes from $1.80 to $4, it's the difference between being able to drive their kids to school if there's no school bus system. It's the difference between be, being able to have them have two meals a day or one meal a day or, you know, one meal every two days and relying on the social constructs of, uh, or the, 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 the social systems that allow for them to get meals at schools and things like that. Um, when you have baby formula shortages and food shortages, what do you think happens to the food banks? What do you think happens to those areas that are most adversely affected? They don't have access. And then what do you think they do in desperation? They turn to crime and they start creating chaos in the communities. All of this is purposeful. Everything that we're seeing right now is purposeful. Well, and I'm not, I'm smiling while you're talking, not because I'm smiling at the suffering, but I'm smiling because you don't know which clip is coming next, but you're teeing it up perfectly. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> so could you please play A8, Mr. Producer? Impact that, his, that it is having on food for the world. So when you're home thinking, what is this all about? Just think about when I was hungry, you fed me in the Gospel of Matthew. It okay, also you can pull it down. So okay, she's, well she's talking about this was last night. So this is this is in regards to forty billion dollars for Ukraine. When we can't buy, m moms can't buy baby formula. Gas prices are double or more what they were. Uh, the the cost of everything is at least double what it was. We have to feed the poor people in Ukraine, according to the Gospel of Matthew. I don't know how she doesn't burst into flames when she speaks the word of God. But, but, th but that's, I guess, my point is that, you know, there's, you know, Matthew uh, 24, 5 says, be, be weary of those that use my name, mm -hmm. that they do not come in peace. And, uh, you know, and I, I paraphrase that, by the way, so please don't, don't butcher me. I can pull it up if you'd like me to. Um, well, it's in there multiple times. It's in Second uh, Peter. Uh, it's in Second Timothy. Talks about apostasy and people that turn the the gospel of our Lord. This is in uh, in the book of Jude. Turn the gospel of our Lord into a license for immorality. Yeah. So it's the, the there. You know, it's it's hard to reconcile what we're going through right now with any sort of sensibility, right? Mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the things that people say is, well, there's nothing we can do about it because they've set the rules. I was having a conversation with my pastor this morning, um, and we were talking about all right, not becoming the very thing that we're fighting against and being careful because your, your tongue is a weapon and that people are listening. And I was like, okay, well, that's why I came out and said that, you know, I took a vacation, my, my blood pressure went down dramatically. I, I think I'm, I'm, once you get there, though, you can go back there. Mm. And, and so we were talking about the rules that are set. We go back to the Revolutionary War with, with Britain. Uh, you remember that the British said that the, that the patriots that were out there trying to fight for freedom, basic freedom. What are we fighting for right now? Basic freedom. We're, we're, not, we're not fighting about how to, whether or not we can go buy a Twinkie because we can't. Because we can't afford it. Because a Twinkie used to cost 80 cents and now it costs 5 bucks. 
And yeah, that's a, a, a terrible example of, because they don't even make Twinkies anymore, do they? They make Twinkies? Oh, yeah. Oh, do they? Oh, right. yeah. But I have teenage boys. They definitely they make like Twinkies. Twinkies. But, but the, the cold, hard reality is, is that they expected us to stand toe-to-toe with them and fight like gentlemen. And it wasn't until we decided that we were going to create and win uh, in, in an unconventional way and use our brains that we actually were over to, able to overcome the evil of the British Empire, which was oppressive in, in every way, shape, and form. We have political prisoners that are sitting in jail in Washington, D.C. and around the nation that have been put in boxes for 22 out of 24 hours. I talked to Jake Lang this morning. We'll, we'll do an update on that. But, you know, the, the, they just lie. They lie about everything. They are liars. These people are literally the biggest liars that you could possibly run into. Well, and the, the ends justifies the means for them. They don't, they, they don't see any problem with it because if they have to lie to bring about what they view as the right outcome, then... They'll do it because that's what authoritarians do. Almost makes you think you need fire insurance. We do need fire insurance. And that brings me to um, one of our sponsors for the show. The show is brought to you by Air Medcare Network. Uh, if uh, you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you like to hike or spend time outdoors, uh, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported. God forbid that ever happened to you. Um, I'm surprised at how many times, though, it does happen um, just in, in every state. Um, but uh, we all want to make sure that our family is protected, but health insurance has typically high deductibles. Or they won't cover it, um, which can put you in a, a pretty bad position um, from that standpoint. But with Air, Medical, uh, with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever, ever need to be air medically transported. They've been a sponsor of the show for the last year and a half, and um, I'm a member. So for us, we can get a uh, $50, up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. That's airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily to get your $50 gift card. Do not get the Amazon gift card, please. So, uh, you know, we, we said we were going to talk about fake and bogus news. Uh, and we, and we oh. definitely are. And it is related. Could you please pull up A9 for me? Mr. Producer. The same rhino Republicans who voted for $40 billion to Ukraine for their Ponzi money laundering scheme also knowingly voted to certify the fraudulent election on January 6th. Now, this is not, I, I can fact check this right now because Ken Buck voted against uh, the, the package and Doug Lamborn voted for the package and I believe that their uh, votes on January 6th for the certification of the election were flipped. But it's an interesting point that Mr. Engelman makes here. And um, I, I, I want to talk about how the news media, particularly the right news media, but really both, have covered election fraud. We're going to talk about 2,000 mules and how they're covering that now. But I want to get into, I, I just want to remind everybody of this journey that we've been on um, with our allegedly right-leaning media and remember, as I said, I think it was yesterday or the day before, all media owned by six companies and they're beholden to their advertisers. Fox News, Newsmax, not exempt from that. But go ahead and play B1, please. This Mr. is unbelievable. Last night in a segment about voter fraud and investigations into it, we told you about Sidney Powell, the former federal prosecutor, and her claim that roughly 7 million votes were secretly changed on election night by vote rigged vote counting software. 
Well, in the last 24 hours since we did that, we've heard from a lot of people about that segment, including people in the White House and people close to the president. Like us, they have concluded that this election was not fair. Like us, they are willing to believe any explanation for what happened. Like us, they have not seen a single piece of evidence showing that software changed votes. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. It might have happened. It means they haven't seen any evidence that it happened. And by they, we are including other members of Donald Trump's own legal team. They have not seen Powell's evidence either. No testimony from employees inside the software companies, no damning internal documents, no copies of the software itself. So that's where we are. Sidney Powell came on Fox this morning and suggested we may not have to wait much longer. I fully expect, she says, that we will be able to prove all of it in a court within the next two weeks. Well, as far as we're concerned, that is great news. If Sidney Powell can prove the technology company switched millions of votes and stole a presidential election, she will have almost single-handedly uncovered the greatest crime in the history of this country, and no one will be more grateful for that than us. So when you think back, this was November of 2020, right? When you think back, we had no evidence that there was vote manipulation. And now we do. Well, we did then too. But we covered this in, uh, I covered this in Ultimate Gaslight when I wrote about Eric Coomer and we talked about the wrap-up smear, right? And the wrap-up smear of Sidney Powell was the example that I used for the wrap-up smear that they were playing on you with the New York Times uh, magazine fluff piece on Eric Coomer. In that piece, when we're talking about the wrap-up smear, what did they accuse Sidney Powell of? They accused her of pushing, and you heard Tucker say it right there, right? We haven't seen any evidence of this. Well, what did Sidney Powell say at that time? She said Seidel was in Germany, right? And Seidel was deeply involved in our elections. At the time, foreign involvement in our elections was called a conspiracy theory. When Sidney Powell said that our election results were going overseas to Seidel with offices in Germany, she was called she was she was told that it was false and, and nobody would carry the story. It's true. Seidel has offices in Germany and Seidel is the same company as Clarity Election Night Reporting, which is who runs the Colorado Secretary of State Election Night Reporting website, as well as many other reporting websites in uh, the in the US. What Sidney Powell said is provably true with a little bit of reporting and effort. Tucker Carlson would have known that. We knew a lot of that information then. You were talking about this information then. They didn't want to touch it. And so now that we know, right, we have the Mesa reports. We have, how many times has Tucker Carlson covered the Mesa reports? Zero. Right. How many times, now that we know, now that we have evidence, we have analysis, forensic analysis that shows that what Sidney Powell said in November of was 2020 true. was true. Now that we have that, have they covered it? Was it really about his journalistic integrity and that was why he couldn't, he couldn't talk about it because he just couldn't verify it? No, it's because the advertisers won't allow it. And we're going to get back to Tucker in a second, but I want to play B2, remind everybody of this moment last year. Can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? Uh, I, I don't want to have to keep going over this. Actually, we at Newsmax Mike, have not been able wait, to verify wait, any of those wait, allegations. Wait, that you're, you're, Mike, okay. hold on you a second. Everybody hold on a second. Mike, Mike, hold on one second. Uh, let's talk a little bit about just you can what is down. happening overall. So that was, that was obviously Mike Lindell on Newsmax. He was talking about machines. 
Right. Right. And the host says, oh, no, we can't. We don't we don't do that. We don't talk about that. We can't prove it. We can't verify it. We haven't been able to independently verify it and eventually walks off his own show. Walks off his own show. And the more evidence that we come up with. And, and, and this is why it's it's so important for us to understand the why. Mm. Like, why? Why are we up against what we're up against right now in our in our in our own environment? I, OK, so, so, so let me. It's the dog. So let me be clear. So let me be clear. If if Tucker Carlson and and others, if Tucker Carlson and others will not cover the election fraud based on the evidence that we have now, then then what what good is the mainstream media? What purpose do they serve? They, they, they seem to serve no purpose, not for me, not for you, not for the American people. Yet we continually have to go down this path where we're told that Somewhere along the line, somewhere along the line, they're the arbiters of reality and truth when they ignore the truth that's right in front of them. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely right. But we've been so so, you know, I'm, I'm, we're going on this journey of how we've we've looked at how the media, the news media has covered elections. Um, you know, up to this point, because we are going to talk about how they're covering elections now and how they're they're covering uh, 2000 mules. Can you pull up B3, Mr. Producer? So this is a more recent article. The facts of a fair U.S. election have only gotten stronger since the Capitol attack. And, and the next one, please, before. Federal officials in Trump's own administration said the election was secure and dozens of judges have elected lawsuits alleging widespread fraud. In 2021, evidence mounted that when fraud occurred, it was, the, it was isolated and in such small numbers that it did not change the outcome of the election. Thank you. Uh, and so you can see this is, this is PolitiFact. Right. So this is this is we're still on this safest and most secure. There's no evidence of election fraud. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Why are and we so talking about this? The land. The, this is the landscape of how the media, both right and left. Right. PolitiFact is not a right leaning. They're they're they're, you know, safest and most secure election in history, no matter what evidence comes to light. Um, but it's you know, this let, let, let's talk then about how they're covering 2000 mules because it's been uh it's been it's been more of the same from the right-leaning media so we talked uh if you could put up c1 we talked uh earlier this week about the way that tucker carlson is addressing or not addressing he yeah you know, tucker addressing. carlson with dinesh we talked about this before i'm sorry to say tucker carlson and his team specifically instructed katherine edelbrock of true the vote not to mention the movie and this is when people were asking Tucker Carlson, why are you not talking about 2,000 mules? And, and look, I know that Tucker Carlson works for Fox News, and I know that courage is more infectious than fear, and I know that it, you know, giving up a $30 million a year job might be difficult. I mean, I, I know that it was a difficult decision on my part to say I knew what the end was going to mean. I knew that I was going to be villainized. I knew that they were going to come after me. I knew that the, the amount of, of, of flack that I was going to take would, would, would forever change the trajectory of my life. Um, but I still had to make the decision because, frankly, it, you know, character is the thing God judges you by, and reputation is the thing that man can screw up. And they can do whatever they want, say whatever they want about you, cause, and justify it. But Tucker has to make a decision on whether or not he's willing to at least dive into the, the facts of it and make sure that he's covered. And then go back and say, look, if advertisers want to, if you're going to put money above the interest of protecting our nation, 
I mean, think about that. Money, people dying, elections stolen, the consequences of taking away opportunity from Americans. I mean, well, I you're it, selling down the entire country, and you'll, you'll be known in the history books as a traitor to the nation. Well, and I I'm not saying that Tucker's a traitor. I'm just saying that he lacks, that, that, that Fox is putting the kibosh on him having the ability to speak truth. Right. And, you know, it's, it's about the nation, right? This is the nation. And we're talking about protecting a future for our, for our kids. But it's also biblical, you cannot, the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money, the love of money. Making your decisions, decisions about what's right and wrong, decisions about what's true, decisions about whether or not you're going to stand up uh, and, and be somebody who stands up in the face of wrongdoing. It's the, the old quote, I don't know who said it, of evil happens when, when good men do nothing. When you're using money, as that decision, as the criteria for that decision, when you know that something is wrong, you know that even Tucker Carlson even said in that clip, we know something's wrong with the election. We know that something happened, but we're not going to talk about what it is because we might lose some money. Well, and we're going to, we've talked about 2000 mules. We, we have about over the next 30 days, I think we have about 16 showings that we're going to put uh, 2000 mules across the state. And we're going to start showing it in different states. I know we have we have a, a FEC meeting where we're showing it in Michigan um, as well, and in Texas, as well as Florida and Georgia and Utah and Arizona. And what we're what we're asking people to do is to bring other people that are skeptics and say, "Look, we could show you the evidence in the machines. We could show it to you. I mean, it, that's what forensics does inside of cyber forensics." It, show, it shows you, it, it, show, it brings the receipts. Now, when people say that hey, there's nothing to see here, you should always be skeptical because you should always be skeptical. Right. Now you, I, I, but I want the people that are skeptical to show up to watch the movie. And then I want you to explain it to me. And then if you want to sit down and talk about what geofencing is and how you get to uh, a, a three by three area and by the way, using this criteria to, to solve a crime. I mean, they solved a crime for murdering a child, an eight-year-old child, using this technology. And they use that as the benchmark. They use that as the benchmark. Yeah, it's, it's pretty astounding. So this was, you know, we talked about Tucker. He had Catherine Engelbrock of To The Vote on his show and would not allow her to mention the name of the movie. She could talk about the evidence they have, sort of. She could talk about True the Vote uh, and the work that they do, but could not mention the movie. Could you pl pull up uh, C2, please? So Dinesh D'Souza puts up, again, we're, we're, we keep beating a dead horse for this because Dinesh is just trying to, by the way, I've never met a man that is more uh, humble and uh, thoughtful than Dinesh. I just haven't. So by the way, new, at Newsmax is also blocking coverage of 2,000 Mules. I was booked on Grant Stinchfield's uh, Newsmax show, and then the network ca canceled on me. Criticize the movie if you'd like, but why isn't the legitimate news story? How, how can so-called news networks pretend it doesn't exist when everyone across the country is talking about it? 
Yep. And so uh, Carrie Lake, governor for the great state of Arizona, amazing, <laughs> uh, amazing woman. Um, I had the opportunity of meeting her at the Arizona Trump rally, and I am just a huge, a huge fan of hers. But she comes out of media, right? She was a news anchor in Arizona for many years prior to running for governor. And so she understands narrative. She understands what they're doing and, and what and you could pull up her tweet, Mr. Producer C3, please. The left will do anything to distract from Dinesh D'Souza's 2000 Mules movie. Do not stop talking about it. If networks don't want to cover it, force them to. Send it to everyone you know. This is black and white proof that cannot be refuted. Next, we need 2000 arrests. Okay, so hold on a second. You see where it says 2000 Miles movie? Mm -hmm. That happened to me too. So just so you know, it is autocorrect and it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) So she meant to say mules. It says miles. It did it to me too. People are like, mules, not miles, mules. The phones literally will change yeah. the change the word. Autocorrect. So it's autocorrect. Yeah, it's it's a ducking problem. But, um, but then, but then, you know, do we do we ha- we do have it? So not only did she come out, she didn't just say that. That was my point. She didn't just say everybody needs to talk about it. She put her money where her mouth is, and uh, awesome. and she went on Grant Stinchfield's show, C four, Mr. Producer. Aptly named C4, this one. C4. I want, I want to talk abortion here for a second. The left uh, melting down over the potential loss of Roe versus Wade. You're seeing all the same things we're seeing. Uh, and this issue potentially being sent back to the states. They are losing it over this. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I, I saw this coming when I heard that this uh, information got leaked out from the Supreme Court. I think it really is a way to detract from Dinesh D'Souza's movie, 2000 Mules. There's no way that they can take what they've seen in this movie, and I've seen it now twice, and in any way try to tear it apart. The left is great, the media is great, the fake news is great at lying, misleading people, but Dinesh D'Souza in this movie has laid out the mules that trafficked our ballots in, and, and funneled in hundreds of thousands of illegal ballots into our into our election in 2020. And they're trying to detract from that because there's no way that they can discount what is in this movie. It is black and white. And I believe they're trying to create a, a situation in America where cities are burning and people are talking about anything except the election of 2020, which was stolen. It is a shocking movie. Of course, we've known about it because uh, we, the, the many of us in the America First movement, have been following our stolen, corrupt election. This lays it out. It is despicable what happened, and it was obviously organized at a very high level. Mm. The, the movie that uh, obviously is at uh, it's premiering tonight. I think at, at Mar-a-Lago tonight. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, but, but really quickly, uh, you, you mentioned abortion, and yeah. I believe they leaked this out at this moment because they don't want to talk about what sh- is shown in this movie. But when it comes to abortion, and you talked about it, Rob, it really should be states' rights. Every state should decide. And if you don't like the way the state has decided, and you can vote somebody else in. Well, that was the ultimate I troll. Love that did, woman. did you did you see his face though, like this? What what just happened here? Yeah, you half expected him to yeah. get up and, get up the crowd and walk goes off wild. the air. You half expect him to get up and walk off the air because that's what they do at Newsmax when it gets uncomfortable. You know, as you're looking for all this stuff uh, online, trying to fact check us and everything, you should probably make sure that people aren't tracking you. Yeah, so that brings us to our sponsor, IP Vanish. If you're tired of seeing that someone is always watching you on the internet, I want to get some of those googly eyes glasses where I can like look down and like, I'm watching you. 
Um, maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you or concerned about the privacy of your identity. Using incognito mode will not always solve the problem. Um, so IPVanish IP VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help keep you anonymous online. It helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details. And no matter what you use, computers, tablets, phones, or even fire stick devices, um, when you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. It makes you virtually invisible online. Um, so IPVanish is offering an incredibly 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you watch, search for, or you buy. Go to ipvanish.com slash daily. It's important to use the slash daily. ipvanish.com slash daily. Use promo code daily and save 70% today. And I want to tell you that if you use like uh, the Chevy app or if you use the Tesla app or um, if you use any of those things, um, that, that you have to disconnect the, the ipvanish um, VPN in order to use those things. Mm. I've had people send me emails like, Joe, now all my stuff doesn't work. I was like, well, turn it off. Because <laughs> that just means that the, those particular apps uh, need to have a direct connection. So Carrie Lake nailed it, right? This is about distractions. Uh, Brian Lupo, who we had on the show uh, last week, uh, goes by Ken Khan. He also talked about distractions. Could you pull up C5, please? It was revealed that they were protesting at Justice's house as the digital premiere was going on. True story. It was leaked when the second premiere in theaters came out, right? That's when the leak happened. And then as the digital premiere on Saturday was happening, they had the, the protests, the mostly peaceful protests at the SCOTUS justices' houses, which is a crime um, to try and coerce a judge to change a ruling or to impact justice. But the left doesn't doesn't believe in law. That would be terrorism. Uh, right, right. Um, Mike Lindell also sees the distractions. Can you play C6, please? You know, this has been a part of the biggest cover-up or the biggest crime in history. And, you know, we're sitting here today, and we're going to be talking about, I just seen 2,000 meals twice, back-to-back. -back. But when it launched, everybody, when it launched, like three days ago, I was in Phoenix for the big launch, right? And then I was in Mar-a-Lago two days later. But when it launched, I was doing a speak, uh, an event, me and Carrie Lake, in Arizona, and an hour, or two hours before the event, all of a sudden the news comes in that it leaked out from the Supreme Court. What kind of timing is that? You follow me? And so that gets the news rather than more and more evidence and more stuff piling on of what happened in the 2020 election. It's disgusting. Yeah, you can pull it down. It. I mean, so, so just first of all, my pillows are so much more comfortable when you use code CD21. They're comfortable, the slippers fit better, the, the, the blankets are warmer, so head on over to MyPillow and use code CD21 to save up to 66% off, and there's great buy one, get one deals happening over there now. Absolutely. But yeah, it's a, it's a distraction. Well, and the distraction, and, and so here's my problem with the media. We talk about the fair and balanced. Well, what's fair and balanced if fair and balanced does not include being honest with the American public. And, and you know, I wake up in the morning and there's certain things that I check, I go to OAN. So they don't pay us as an advertiser, I wanna tell you, go to OAN. Go to OAN because they will talk about everything. Everything. It, it, and, it, and, and frankly, they're not afraid of it. They, they were talking about 2,000 Mules. They were talking about their premiere. 
They have given up quite a bit when you have DirecTV and AT&T and all these different markets that are taking them off, not because of their popularity, because they're ridiculously popular, because they want to silence the voice of reason, the voice of what's really happening in your community. The voice of the people they want to silence. And I think what's most egregious about this is that the left isn't ignoring 2,000 mules. They're talking about it. They're, ta- they're lying about it, but they're talking about it. The right then is silent on it. And that's, that, that leaves an information. That's not fair and balanced. It's imbalanced and silent. Um, and that's, that, that's a problem. Um, but I want to talk about how the left is covering this because they are just outright lying and misrepresenting. There is misinformation and disinformation happening about 2,000 mules all over the place on the left. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Can we pull up C7, please? C7, Mr. Producer. There we go. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. The Associated Press fact-checked the film which former President Donald Trump screened at Mar-a-Lago and has hailed as revealing the great election fraud. Included is based on faulty assumptions, anonymous accounts, and improper analysis of cell phone location data, which is not precise enough to confirm that somehow uh, somebody deposited a ballot into the Dropbox, according to experts. I want to know who the experts are. Well, and also the faulty assumptions. So I've read, I've read these articles. I, I pulled the clips. But the faulty assumption here is that the election was stolen. <laughs> so they're, they're debunking the, the, the faulty assumption is that the, this is evidence of election fraud because there is no evidence of election fraud. Well, I think <laughs> you can that, pull this down, Mr. I, Producer. I, I think that's the, the biggest issue, right? I mean, is yeah. that they're, they're, they're allowing a narrative that is false, that's a lie, that's a flat-out lie. It's a lie. The election fraud was unbelievably evident. They're not allowing it. They're crafting the narrative. They're pushing the narrative. And they're openly lying to the American people. And all of this depends. It's based on their assumption that their audience is stupid. And that's, it just depends on the apathy of the American people to continue grabbing the headlines. Um, so I've got a few, a few cuts here of, uh, of either PolitiFact or Mediaite talking about how they are talking about 2,000 mules. Let's pull up C8, please. So interesting uh, part about this is that um, it, it is not... I'm trying to find C8. Sorry. Stay with me here for a minute. So there is no evidence of a massive ballot harvesting scheme dumped uh, that that a massive ballot harvesting scheme dumped a large amount of votes for one candidate into drop boxes. There's no evidence. That's that's the that's the fact check on the movie is that there's no evidence when they see the evidence. There's no evidence. And if there were this is my favorite one. If there were it would likely be caught quickly according to Derek Mueller, a law professor at the University of Iowa. Once you get just a few people involved, people start to reveal the scheme because it unravels pretty quickly, he said. This is the organized crime argument. If this were true, if once you have a scheme, it would unravel super quickly, then we've never had an organized crime problem because organized crime is a conspiracy theory. Because if it were real, they would get caught. And I think that the one thing we have to look at when we see this is that they... They're, 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 this is their expert, a law professor at the University of Iowa who teaches about book law, right? The, because the law that's, that's practiced in the, in the courtroom is much different than law that is practiced in the... He's not even talking about the law. He's but, not even talking... But that's even, my point. It's not this, even book law versus practical th- th- law. Is, it's, it's a conspiracy that big can't exist because it would be found out. But that's this the is argument. our expert. 
This is right. our expert, people. Right. That's Ladies the PolitiFact expert. Come talk to me about geofencing. I, you could be on a 50-story building, and you could be on the 42nd floor, and I could, I could pinpoint the location of your device. Yeah. I could pinpoint the location of your device on the 42nd floor and serve only you at. Yep. That is how concise the information you get from GPS data is. Yep. Pull up C9, please. C9, Mr. Producer. This is PolitiFact. D'Souza's argument ignores the many states it is legal to drop off ballots on behalf of another voter. It's never legal to pay people to drop off ballots. And it's definitely not in, in those laws are generally a family member. Right. So you'd be dropping yes. off. I've dropped off my husband's mail in ballot before. Right. That's not ballot trafficking. Bringing 50 to 100 ballots to multiple drop boxes and putting them in in the way that's shown in the movie is. But they're arguing a false argument here. Well, but they're, they're creating a false argument because right. creating a false argument means that they don't have to talk about the facts related to what happened in these states. And it goes on to say in 31 states, uh, someone other than the voter, often a family member, is designated person is allowed to return a completed ballot on behalf of another voter. And that's not what the movie is alleging. They, direct, they, they address that directly in, in the film. Listen, you, can, you, you lie to your friends, I'll lie to mine. Let's not lie to each other. I mean, that really is what we're up against right now. And the, the critical part about what we're dealing with is that they are getting away with lying because we're playing by their rules. And so we're, we're, we're getting into the more egregious lie here, right? So if you could pull up C10, please. The 2000 Mules trailer begins with an out-of-context clip of Joe Biden talking before the election about pulling together, quote, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics, end quote. So they're alleging here that this is an out-of-context clip. Biden was describing a project to help people learn where and how to vote legal, legally, but the trailer falsely frames his quote as an admission to election fraud. Can you play the clip, please? Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration wow. before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I think that we've proven that he's, he's, he meant exactly what he said. So, so we talk about this stuff, and as you get further down the line, they, they continue. They keep putting this down as conspiracy. Yeah. So let's go to the next one. I believe it's a C12. Yeah. So it is conspiracist thinking. They are interpreting data that confirms their pre-existing conclusions. It's a zombie claim. No matter how many times you kill it, it keeps coming back. Such geospatial data, this is important because this is the, the, one of the most egregious lies in their fact checks. Um, and again, really relies on the audience being stupid. Such geospatial data is not precise enough to prove without uncertainty that a person submitted a ballot to a Dropbox, only that they came within a short distance of it, the Associated Press reported. There are many reasons why a person might repeatedly enter the zone where a Dropbox is stationed, as the boxes are often strategically placed in busy areas. Okay, so let me let, let take this down for a minute. Let me address this really quick for PolitiFacts, because we're talking about an extensive crime syndicate. Now, one of the things that they did in D'Souza's film, 2000 Mules, is that they described how that mule would strategically go to every one of those drop boxes. Now think about this. 
it's, it's, there's a lot of reasons why a person might repeatedly enter a zone where a drop box is stationed in all 45 drop box locations across the state over and over and over again over the course of three and a half to four weeks. I mean, think about that. And the, the thing that it ignores is ignores is that there was video evidence in many of these areas that proves that these people were going to multiple locations. Right. And, and that's the thing is that there, again, PolitiFact is arguing a different argument. They didn't say that people went to the same Dropbox, came within a distance of the same Dropbox. If you could pull up C13, please, uh, Mr. Producer, you can see... Uh, Data analysis, yeah, Greg please. Phillips, sorry, uh, sets a threshold for each mule to visit at least 10 Dropboxes within a defined 10 area. 10 Dropboxes, different Dropboxes. And at least five visits to one or more NGOs. So they're not just going to the drop boxes. They're going to the, the ballot storehouses, which are leftist NGOs that, uh, and they're, and they're go at least five times. Yeah. So to at least 10 different, different drop boxes and to the stash houses at least five times. Okay. And then for example, in the Atlanta Metro area, they drew a line around 309 drop boxes and brought all the cell phone data of people that had been near those drop boxes and NGOs that narrows the search to 2000 mules. So, so they're, it, what they're trying to do is show you uh, what we're trying to do is show you that it's impossible. It's not, it's not improbable. It's impossible. These are mules. These are people that we have on video, literally using gloves. And by the way, the evidence that they're packaging together for law enforcement in each state is much more, and, and this is the thing that I was on a call a couple of days ago where they were talking about how that information would be disseminated to law enforcement and whether or not the judiciary would be able to stand, withstand that. And, yeah. and, and, and in every case, they've come to the conclusion that, that they didn't want to produce, put too much in the film because they wanted to make sure that people were arrested, but they also didn't want to keep too much out. And they wanted to make sure that there was a way that they could lock the door on people for these 2,000 people specifically. But as the film goes on, it talks about 54,000 mules, not right. 2,000. Because we're only talking in the film, we're only talking about the, the key municipal areas, the key counties that flipped the election in the five swing states that stopped counting on election night, right? right? So, so again, this isn't, it's not a random group of places where they went to look. They looked at Fulton County and they looked at Milwaukee and they looked at Maricopa, right? They looked at the places where there were already anomalies. Edison Zero in and of itself is an anomaly, but having all five of the states stop counting on election night the way that it happened, unprecedented, has never happened before, and then to see that within those five jurisdictions, there are also this, this, this massive ballot trafficking operation happening. And still these people say to us that there is no evidence. Still they say to us that it was the safest and most secure and most transparent election. Early in the morning yesterday, they passed SB 22153 through the House here in Colorado. This is, again, the bill that consolidates all of the power into the hands of our criminal secretary, allegedly criminal secretary of state, Jenna Griswold. They, uh, they passed this at 6.06 in the morning yesterday. And by, I think, divine intervention that you could tell they certainly did not want to amend this thing because they didn't want it to have to go back to the Senate. They wanted to ram it through. What I think was divine intervention, there was a procedural error and it was amended in error. And it has to go back to the Senate now. So this has this bill has to pass through the Senate uh, by midnight tonight. 
but they are doing everything that they can to solidify their methods and mechanisms of fraud and make it a crime to look or ask them about it. Okay, so that that, get, that brings me to the what do we do, right? So how do we work the problem? Mm. Um, well, one. I actually have some cuts on that. Can I play my All cuts right. and then yeah, we can absolutely. talk about it? Let's All right, it. so uh, D1, please. you got to be frustrated. I know. I can taste it. Frustrated by high prices, by gridlock in Congress. I know you're frustrated. I know I can taste it. You're frustrated by high prices, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then... So what can we what can we do about it? D two, please. It's pretty interesting. And I'm not a huge Ben Shapiro fan, but this is dead on. It's it's pretty interesting that in an era of bipartisan distrust of institutions, the solution is never what if we remove power from the institutions, but what if I controlled the institutions instead? Yeah, he, ben didn't write that. But, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty, but that's that I mean good. that's it, right? The answer is not more government. The answer is not more power. The answer is not consolidating the power into the central government because the people who are who are raising concerns and questions and asking for transparency just can't be trusted or are too stupid to understand it or you just don't understand elections. Yes, that's a forensic expert, but it's not a election expert. And so the forensic analysis of those systems is invalid because he's not an election systems expert. This is word games. It's lies. It's misinformation and disinformation from the people who are creating a ministry of truth and giving you the disinformation governance board. Well, and then you have PolitiFax again, um, Mr. Producer, if you'll go to um, the, the next one, such a scheme employing people to collect ballots would likely have to have come to light by now, said Michael McDonald, University of Florida political scientist. There would be a paper trail and social media trail. There would be some witnesses out there to verify this was going on. There are uh, witnesses. Hang on a second. There, was, there would be a trail. Well, when you wipe the trail and you delete evidence and you silence dissent and you suppress all information that comes out that shows the trail. It's not that there's not a trail. Sorry, go ahead. It, no, no, it's it, it's the fact that they've actually suppressed that trail. But it goes on to say the true the vote in Georgia Republican Party in 2021 made allegations about ballast harvesting in Georgia, but the Georgia Bureau of Investigation said there wasn't enough evidence to pr proceed on the allegations. State officials had said that the cell phone data that allegedly showed 279 cell phones tracked multiple times within 100 feet of absentee drop boxes was not evidence of a crime. Uh, so just so you know, th that is not how you would track information of cell phone data. In other words, you would not use ping data on towers in order to say that that's the truth. Uh, GPS data is much more concise. It goes off of it's within three to five feet. Right? It's not. It's not 100 feet. It's not. You're 100 feet away. I can tell when you walk within the 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 parameter of a certain area within feet, not 100 feet, not 50 feet, not 20 feet, but within feet, several feet. Well, and the lie here is that the movie 2000 Mules is just giving you evidence of people whose cell phones came in some close proximity to ballot drop boxes. That's, that's what they're debunking. That's not the film. The film looks at people who went to multiple Dropbox locations, often in weird areas that they'd have to get off the highway and, and go through a windy thing. And then they also went to leftist NGOs. And there's also video footage, except where the video was turned off, which I heard with you talking to um, Timothy Rantham yesterday that in Wisconsin, almost all of the, back of the Dropbox surveillance was turned off. Now... Tina Peters, 
was crit- widely criticized and is is called that it's evidence of a crime that the cameras were off when the trusted build occurred. Forget that the law says that the trusted build, the cameras have to be on for 30 days prior to the election and 60 days after the election and the the trusted build occurred months after. Forget the fact that other clerks in Colorado can't produce their video evidence of the trusted build because their cameras were off because in accordance with the law, their cameras were not required to be on. But they say that it's evidence of a crime that she turned the cameras off uh, as a part of normal normal work process. Here, you have an entire state where they've been, they, they've had CTCL funds come in and put these drop boxes everywhere. There's a legal requirement for them to be monitored. And they weren't. The cameras were either not ever installed or were turned off. How is that not evidence of a crime? Where are the standards? There are no standards on the left. Well, and I, and I think that gets down to the, you know, one of the things that we talk about on Fair and Balanced is I'm willing to listen to an argument. I'm willing to listen to an argument. If the, if the left wants to tell me that there's no voter fraud, then I'll say, okay, great. I'll show, me, I'll show you ours. You show me yours. You show me how that there's no election fraud. You show me how you can explain this away without hyperbole or rhetoric or creating propaganda that it's some sort of conspiracy theory. See, that is what thought leadership looks like. But as we look downstream at the things that they've done over the last two years, they've expected us not to think for ourselves. They've expected us to ignore our sensibilities and the thing that we see every single day. So it's not to me um, uh, so much a matter of, of of the, the movie itself. It's, it's, it's how they are attacking the details of the movie, which, by the way, is fundamentally not flawed. It's fundamentally absolutely 100% correct. It's sound. And here's, the, and here's the other thing. Is it true the vote, since the witness has also said that witness, they have a witness, but has not yet revealed the person's identity, and they were asked if true the vote had turned over information to prosecutors, and if so, what jurisdiction in response to the group said it would release information in the coming weeks. State of election officials of Michigan and Wisconsin were not aware of any such prosecutorial investigations by state agencies based on true the vote's allegations. Spokesperson for the Philadelphia District Attorney said such claims were not referred to local law enforcement for investigation. So uh, th- this is the problem that we face. It is not, it's, it's largely unpopular because they've created a doxing and bullying environment where they are literally trying to shame people to not go through with pursuing the truth. And and frankly, that's the type of people that they put in positions of power and authority are ones that can be controlled. Well, I would say this goes back to what we were talking about yesterday morning with Professor Clements and, and Aaron Clements. This isn't about the law anymore. This isn't about evidence anymore. This isn't about proving that there is a case to investigate here, proving that, um, that you know, that that there's something to look at when it comes to election fraud. This is about courage. This is about having the courage to stand up and say, "No, I see it. I'm not. I can't unsee it." You can't tell me that there's no evidence of election fraud, especially when you keep moving the goalposts. Right. This goes back to the machines can't can't connect to the internet. I I don't know why people would say that. They're not even built with the, with the capability to connect to the internet. Five seconds later. The machines weren't connected to the internet. I mean, of course, you guys, of course they connect to the internet. I mean, they're technology machines. Of course they can, they can connect. They, they weren't connected. And how can you prove it? Pinky promise. Trust us, bro. So, so let me tell you, we're, we're getting to the point where we're almost out of time, but I want to p- put this up because I think it's important. So we live in a nation. This is a, a meme that was created. It's the second one in, Mr. Producer. 
We, li- we now live in a, a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments destroy freedom, and the press destroys information, and our banks destroy the economy. That, that, that's the reality of a globalist environment. And if you were looking at the playbook for what globalism is, this is it. Yep. This is what they have to do. And we are sitting on the sidelines wondering as they declare war on the American way of life and as they destroy other people's way of life. I mean, look at what they've done in Australia. It's unbelievable. This is the Great Reset. The Australia, I, I think, largely was a test ground, right, so, to see what they could get away with. So um, th- what they've done in Australia is absolutely so, horrifying. So now we have to work the problem. We have to work the problem. And when we talk about working the problem, there's several ways that we do it. Number one, we stand together in the gap. I tell people to get in the gap. And they're like, Joe, is, is that a call to violence? No. Violence begets violence. What we have to do is we have to create power in numbers. You know, I started a company years ago, 10 years ago, called PIN. And PIN stood for power in numbers. It was it aggregated data, the great things. I'm, I'm no longer associated with the company, but it's, it's to be, um, it's, it's to be what they do, what, what that company stands for, how it is able to aggregate data is absolutely unbelievable. And power in numbers, the ability to collect enough data, enough people, enough information, enough things that you have the power to make decisions and sway things one way or another. So if you want to avoid violence, we have to learn to stand together. We have to take people in different organizations, have those organizations start collaborating, start making sure that we create an alternate pathway of not only technology, but also of spending. Like how do we, how do we spend money in the marketplace? What's our separate economy look like? Who do we do business with? Who do we not do business with? And how do we identify such people? And then how do we elect people when a system that's corrupted? Well, we have to find ways to stand together and take our time. It's no longer about going to a soccer match, no longer about, hey, I, I, wanna, I, I really just want to stay home and play Xbox or watch a movie. I want to be in the comfort. Comfort will go away very quickly. Mm. And it's almost there. And you'd see, by the way, during recessions, government bloats by 30, 40, 50, 60 percent. The size of the government today is nearly five times that of what it was in 2006. Mm five times. How is that even possible? How could a government grow by five times when the economy didn't grow by five times? The, the average person, the, the average group of people, there is one government employee for every 18 citizens in the United States. One government employee for 18 people. How is that even manageable? How is that even possible in an environment where 52 cents on every dollar, dollar goes to the government? And that you and your spouse collectively do not even make up a full person as far as what you earn in your wages. And take the fact that they want more. So you got to pay your fair share. I'm going to talk about the fact that when when you have money in the bank, and you could have retired 10 years earlier, but you can't because the government takes everything from you. They take their pound of flesh, and when they're done with that, they want another one. Mm. And then they create traps. And they have the IRS call you and say you owe money when you don't. And then when you prove that you don't owe them money... They take years to return the money back to you without penalty, making you fight just to keep dollars that you have rightfully earned, all while sending $40 billion overseas, or in the last six months, nearly $60 billion to a different foreign country while people in our own country starve to death, while the homelessness problem that we have in our country is off the charts. So when I talk about working the problem, working the problem is much different than just standing there and bitching about it and even getting in the, in the gap. We have to be willing to act, have faith and act in that faith. It's biblical. And even if you're not a Christian, I'd hope you are, but if you're not a Christian, you still have to look at the stark reality that what we're facing as a nation is something that you cannot take, you can't take it back. 
You can't restabilize an economy that's been pushed to the brink of collapse. And in a reset or a globalist environment, which they've said the quiet part out loud right now, we are watching things happen because we are afraid to act. We are playing by their rules, not by societal rules that should exist. One of which such societal rules is accountability. It's making sure that the people are actually standing up for the people within our community. And how can that be happening when they operate with impunity? DAs are letting violent criminals on the street and they are picking and choosing who they persecute, not prosecute. How? And I will tell you that much like they did, like I said before, back in the Revolutionary War, much like they did way back then, we have to learn to play by our own rules. We have to learn to hold them accountable with our own environments of protecting our communities and our society. We have to restore the mores of our community, the mores of society to our community and ethical and moral standards that are non-negotiable. It does not mean that someone can be, not be gay or decide that they wanna dress up as a woman. That is their right. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, whatever makes you happy is between you and the creator. But when you thrust that upon others, we have to be able to create an environment where we stand together and stop them from indoctrinating and stealing our society from future generations, not just from us. So that's where we are. We're at a place now where if you see a, a 2,000 mules, you react to it. You create groups that are willing to stand not just one Saturday a month or there's nothing going to happen, that you stand up and that we evict these people from our society. We literally walk in, take all their stuff, and put it outside. That's nonviolent. We remove people that are not doing the job that they've been assigned to do, and we force them to get rid of these machines. And you'd say, well, Joe, what does that look like? We shut down. Our, if we're, they're going to take away the economy anyway, they're going to make food shortages, let us be the ones to make the decision to shut them down. Let's take away their power by restoring power with the people. Let's do it in pubs and churches in social clubs across the nation. Let's stop using social media as a way to actually get our message across and start walking door to door. These are the things that solve problems. And you'd say, well, it's not solving problems fast enough. And I'll tell you, well, we don't know how quickly that lightning would spread across the United States. And by the way, it transcends Democrat or Republican. It transcends liberal or, or, or conservative. It transcends all of that. Because in actuality, all people want are the three basic fundamentals that go back centuries, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It was the calling card for this country for over 250 years. So those are the things that I think that we have to settle back in on. Those are the things that we have to start looking at within our community, and we need to become leaders, set aside petty differences, and get to the business of having faith and acting in that faith collectively together in humility, setting aside pride at all costs. Ash. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I think you agree with Ben Shapiro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I was gonna throw that guy. tweet back up, Mr. Producer, that's D2. It's, it's the, ah, government, right? It's become so big and so bloated, and like I've said before, we have replaced God in our society with government. Well, if you replace God with government, then whoever gets elected or selected into government becomes God. Our rights do not come from government. They come from God. And we need to stop putting government in the position to act as God. And I go, it goes back to, uh, you know, what if I just controlled the institutions instead? That is exactly the ideology and the approach of the authoritarian left and the authoritarian right. It's... You know, well, this government, it's, it's massive. 
I should wield it. No, we have to shrink it. We have to get all we have to get the government out of our lives. Forty billion dollars overnight in the middle of the night to Ukraine when inflation in the US is off the charts and people can't buy baby formula. People can't afford to put gas in their car. They can't afford their prescriptions. They're making choices about health care versus food. And our government votes $40 billion to go over to their playground in Ukraine. Who supports that? Who and the American people, not the, not the elitists, not the authoritarians, not the establishment, who among the American people supports printing $40 billion more dollars to go send to launder through Ukraine? Nobody. That is taxation without representation. That is our government voting for what works for them and what is going to line their pockets versus what is best for the American people. And oh, by the way, it's our money. We're the ones who are, well, the money doesn't exist, but we're the ones who are on the hook for it. Our children and our grandchildren and their children and their children and their, their children, assuming we have that many generations left. That's, that's what we're looking at now. We're looking at an out-of-control government that is authoritarian, as Joe Biden said in the first clip we played of him, we own all three branches of government. We're in charge. That's why people are upset with us, because we're the ones in charge. No, we're upset because you're destroying the American way of life. You're putting a massive burden on the American people. You're destroying the middle class, and you're lying to our faces and gaslighting us about it. And that, and that would be the truth. Well, we're out of time. Yeah. But I wanted to go through a couple of things for you, by the way. Number one, um, we want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight for our liberties. Um, we continue to search for and provide the most accurate information and analysis we can, we can in order to be better our nation. Notice that we're not going to talk about the problem without coming to some conclusion on what that means. But at, at Conservative Daily, we, we want you to become a member. So if you can go to Conservative Daily, there's plans of pricing that go all the way from $10 of an advocate membership all the way up to $500 a month for a founding membership. Each membership option varies in access to discounts in regards to the ability to interact with daily fax blasts. You can literally talk to Congress every day. I know you don't want to, but you could <laughs> if you wanted to. And they're supposed to talk back to you. So conservative daily members will not only be a part of a brave community fighting for one another, but also be able to provide valuable input and a voice to change in their community. So in order to become a member and thank you, so in order to become a member and um, thank you again for continuing to fight um, this good fight with us. Sorry, somebody actually wrote me a thing and I, I don't really know what that part means. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, we go and become a member of Conservative Daily if you would. And um, the, the other part is, if you're in Colorado, we do have a showing of 2,000 mules this Thursday. So tomorrow um, at 6 o'clock, be there at 6. I think it starts at 6.30. Um, we've, got, uh, um, we've got quite a bit of information we're going to be pushing out related to um, the People's Chamber of Commerce, um, as well as uh, some of the other things that we'll be dealing with related to uh, FEC, the, the new plat the chat platform that goes across the country as well. So that's it. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. You can follow us on Telegram, t.me slash conservative daily, t.me slash Joe Oltman, t.me slash Ash in America with an E. True social, same, at Joe Oltman, at Conservative Daily, and at Ash in America. That it's A-S-H-E. As people came and said, I can't find Ash. I was like, add an E. That's how you find Ash. 
If you want to see us live, we go live at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, and Frank Speech. We are live at 4 o'clock, by the way, Mountain Time, on Lindell TV, too. So you can see us there as well. And if you like to watch the show on Lindell TV, too, this, I think, is going to be news to you. Uh, this show, the morning show, the, the 10 a.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Central Time, will air on Lindell TV, too, at 1 p.m. every day. Yeah. Pretty amazing stuff. Um, yeah. Is that for America's Mom? No. Amer- I don't know. America's Mom is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm not exactly sure on the time slot, but Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And uh, both, we'll find that as well. both Joe and I are on the America show, America's Mom show this week. So check yeah, that out as and well. And I was fired. I, w- I was on fire. I know you were on fire. I didn't get to see yours yet. I just had a Sharona tell, sending me something saying, Ash was on fire. You were on fire. It was like two fires. <laughs> <laughs> so smash the rumble button on your way out, if you will. You guys will all hit that. And um, we're now on Brighteon, so you can pick up the video feed there as well. Um, if you want to hear the, just the audio version, you go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Give us a five-star review and share it with someone that needs to hear it. It's really important that we become ambassadors of truth. Text FREEDOM to 89517 if you need to get a reminder when we go live. And subscribe to get our newsletter. You can get that in the Daily Facts Blast below. Link in the description. Um, thank you uh, for the Rumble rant. I guess we had somebody that uh, gave us a Rumble rant. So thank you. I didn't see it. How did I miss it? Oh, oh you did miss it. Yeah, you I usually did. call those out. It survived a bad accident and totaled a car yesterday. Praise Jesus. Hey, yes, absolutely. Hey, praise Jesus. And We're that was so BJ happy you're okay. Halo. So thank you. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll pray for you now. Ash, I'm going to turn the prayer over to you, though. Okay. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for giving us this platform. Thank you for giving us the courage to speak the truth on it. We ask, Lord, that you would go before us. We ask that you would walk with us as we go out today and in the future days into this world. And we are aliens in this world, Lord. We are to be in the world and not of it. And we ask that each day you would help us to remember that and help us to to stay firmly in the center of your will, God, and to do what it is that you have put us here. You've put us here for such a time as this. We know, Lord, we can see all of the experiences and the journey and the skills and talents, all of the things that exist inside of us that are coming together now to work all together for your good. And we know, Lord, that you say you will work all things together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Let us let that be us, Lord. Let us not be people who have crept in unnoticed and turn the grace of Jesus Christ into a license for immorality. Let us call them out. Lord, I ask that you would just rest your spirit on everyone listening to the show, Lord. We ask that you would help us to only use your words, Lord, and to only do what brings you glory, but that we would have courage and that we would walk with boldness because if God is for us, who can be against us? And if we are fighting for righteousness and truth and justice, then you are firmly on our side. I ask, Lord, that you just be with us, that you would inspire this audience, Lord, that you would maximize your spirit within them, that you would 
help them to go boldly into their communities and be the light and the salt in the world that those communities need, Lord. We need you. You're the only answer. You're the only way, the way, the truth, and the light. Lord, let us be people of the way. Let us follow you no matter the cost. We know it's not, it's not, we're not called to an easy life, Lord. You promise us it's not going to be easy. Help us to rise to that challenge. Help us to make you proud, Father God, and let us hear, well done, good and faithful servant, when we finally enter into your presence. Lord, help us to see through the narrative. I ask that you give everybody your eyes and your ears and biblical heavenly discernment, Lord, discernment and wisdom that comes from the Spirit of God, that only comes from the Spirit of God, Lord. Remove the scales from eyes and and let us see the, the plan, Lord. Let us have your eyes and see the plan. Let us see through the narrative, see through the lies of the enemy and those who do the work of the enemy, Father God. I ask that that you would have, that, that you would activate us, that you would activate your people at this time, and that you would help us to, above all else, Lord, to bring you glory and to help realize your kingdom. We ask these things in the amazing, beautiful, almighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take Freedom. Oh, freedom. Hey, uh, so just so you know, lights went out today a little bit. My husband and I saw that movie on our first date. Did you way. really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, it's a great movie. But uh, you'll notice the lights went out in here. So my puppy has been in the studio and decided that it wanted to put lights out so you could hear us. But um, if you had any uh, doubt of what was happening, it was because we had a technical difficulty caused by a beautiful uh, yellow lab. So God bless you all. She just wanted to be in the show. She just wanted to be in the show. Yeah, she wanted to leave her her mark, leave her legacy. God bless you all. We'll see you guys tonight at 4 o'clock.